Hello, welcome to the Bush League Gaming Podcast, your source for ordinary opinions from ordinary gamers. Today, we are talking Eldering for the third time on the podcast. I'm your Eldering? host, Jacob Bush. Elder, Elden Ring for the third time <laughs> on the podcast. I'm your host, Jacob Bush, and with me today. He would rather circle a parking lot for five minutes, trying to find a close spot than park far. Leader of the Tendites, Ryan Scott. Oh, <laughs> gosh. It's so aggravating to me. My college roommate, John Cole, and he would tell you the same thing. He was the worst parker on this planet because he would do that. He would totally, and he was like, well, it's a principle. And I was like, what's the principle? What's the value? What? <laughs> I, can't, I cannot do it. I cannot no. do that. It's frustrating. I will, I will give up embarrassingly fast. Like I might not even go down the full aisle. I will just straight up find a parking spot in the back. Agreed. This returning special guest insists on consuming coffee directly after eating Chipotle in order to save money on colon cleanses. He is Hari Menon. <laughs> I wasn't sure I mean, where that I was going. I don't even know what to say to that. I mean, that's like a pretty accurate bow regimen, I feel like. <laughs> Hari, yeah, do you remember our routine in college? That was pretty much our routine in college. I remember there was a week where you got Chipotle every day for, for dinner. <laughs> I made it and, a goal. This and, is real? Yeah. Yeah, it's real. By the end of the week, you like didn't want to, but you like felt like you were obligated to get Chipotle. And I wanted to like throw up on your behalf because it yeah. just sounded awful by that point. Wow. Jacob yeah. hasn't pooped solid since. No, I, I really haven't. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, really, we would we would go get Chipotle and then we would go to our favorite coffee shop and, and drink coffee right after. So you you can do the math there. Um, guys we're here to talk more Elden Ring this is like I said at the top of the show our third episode Um, Ryan and I have talked a lot of Elden Ring so far so I want to you know we've been talking about having Hari on for a while and Hari I think my first question to you is what is your experience like with the Souls franchise can I start there Um, it's actually very limited I tried playing Bloodborne, when I got my PS4 and I just felt like it was way too challenging, I didn't really like the gothic vibe of it, um, just found it too dark. Um, and then I tried Demon Souls when it came out on the PS5 and I also just didn't really gel with it. Um, so I was actually really hesitant to get this game, mainly because Horizon was coming out like the same time. So I thought I'd prioritize that. And then Literally, the entire internet, all of my friends started playing Elden Ring, and they're like, you just have to try it. Like, I kept getting, I kept hearing, like, uh, comparisons to Breath of the Wild and all these things, and I was like, okay, I should try it. And then, I similar to, like, your experiences on that first podcast, like, as soon as you played, as soon as you opened it up, as soon as you, like, just had the ability to go anywhere, I was just like, this is incredible. Um, but yeah, to answer your question, this is my first Souls game, uh, and I understand it's very different than others. I don't think I realized that. I thought you were more versed. I mean, you've obviously tried them, and mm-hmm. I think it's a testament because in one of our episodes, we talked about now that we like Elden Ring, let's go back and play Miyazaki games, and let's be Souls fans now. But it's interesting that you did try this. They, mm-hmm. You did try that. It didn't click, but Elden Ring clicked. So it is very possible that... You know, we might be high on Souls games but for Elden Ring, but it might not translate well to the older games. Which... Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I listen to your, I know you guys mentioned that in your second podcast about Elden Ring. Um, and I'm actually going to go back and do Bloodborne when I'm done with this game. I think 
the fact that it was open world and you got to like test things out made me like appreciate dying in, in the game, right? Because that's like the biggest fear you have is just like having to fight something 500 times just sounds awful. But like once you beat that boss, it's very rewarding. Um, and so I'm going to, after I beat this game, I'm going to go back and like actually try to appreciate Bloodborne and Demon's Souls. So Okay. I do think that's a common. I think we're going to see a lot of people do that. I wish I could look at some trends and just see those games maybe picking up and playing. I'm sure Steam, you can actually look that up. Um, but I just from how many, how reaching Elden Ring is, I think there's going to be so many more Souls fans from this. Uh, and it's to be seen if we will be included in that. But Hari, I wanted to ask you, where are you at in the game? What's your progress like? How many hours? How many bosses? Um, and actually, I think this is actually where I just want to warn people. We probably will get into spoilers in this conversation more than the last two, where we will talk about bosses specifically, and we will talk about uh, kind of areas of the map specifically. So if you are hesitant to hear anything, this might be the part where you turn it off, uh, because we've done two episodes already trying to avoid stuff. We're just now in it. But also, what we've emphasized in those other episodes is that Elden Ring is a game to be discussed with friends. It doesn't follow the same concept of spoilers that films and like video games like Red Dead does. Like it's a little bit more open, like, yeah, you should probably converse with others to find some stuff out. So take that with what it is, make the decision for yourself, but we will probably just speak freely moving forward. So Hari, where are you at? I am right outside the fire giant. Um, I've played about a little under fit, like a little over 50 hours. Um, I did most of, I've been focusing a lot on just like trying to build my, my character out, but I've done most of Ronnie's quest, a good amount of other side quests too, or side quests as well. Um, like Volcano Manor. Um, and yeah, that's where I'm at in the game. So do you know it's the fire giant? Cause you've tried fighting the fire giant or do you just know that that's coming up? Oh, I definitely tried fighting the fire giant. Yeah. <laughs> How many times have you tried fighting the fire giant? Uh, I got to him yesterday and I've fought him seven times or something already. And okay. uh, he, he just hits so hard. That Ryan second hard phase, that second phase has been really difficult. Hari, what is your, what's like your loadout? What's your class and kind of what do you focus on leveling wise? Um, so I initially started as Vanguard and I, I mean, I'm still a Vanguard, but, uh, I initially went for a, I kind of tried to pivot. So initially I did just sword and shield standard and that got me through until like Radon and then I just got started getting crushed. Um, and then I tried to switch over to dual swords, uh, like great swords, and that seemed to work for a while. And then more recently I found Moonvale. I like specced it up and then I'm trying to... Uh, I also got the meteorite staff, so I'm going to dual wield those and I'm trying to build up my intelligence. So I'm, I'm like, as I got to the, I like was able to get this far without doing a full respec, but I'm going to go to Renala and like respec to make it a more of an index uh, intelligence dexterity build. So. Interesting. So you're doing, it's very similar to what Jacob's doing, except Jacob's using faith instead of intelligence. Okay. Yeah. I, uh, which is totally different than me i'm a, I'm pure intelligence my intelligence okay. is like i'm so smart guys it's my intelligence is so high <laughs> a lot Just of big so brain. high <laughs> big brain i'm a big brain guy for sure Hari, what um, level are you i'm 112 okay 
So, so and this yeah. is, I think too, I, I was like fire giant wasn't that hard for me. I kind of feel like that, but I'm yeah. 155. So like, that's yeah. a big difference in levels. Um, Sick brag. Except Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> He's Ryan. like suddenly, well, you know, fire giant wasn't that hard. And it wasn't. Level it, took, it, it took me like three or four attempts. I only saw the second phase once. Wow. But Ryan, in contrast, is around my same level, and he had a hard time with Fire Giant. Ryan, can you explain that a little bit? Well, the hardest <laughs> thing, the hardest thing about um, some of the the enemies are so hard hitting. So you'll come across several bosses that are like known for just draining your health, and one of those is Moog, which we'll get to. Um, but the Fire Giant, man, it was like when you're a mage, if you have like an intelligence build. I think in general, like your endurance is just going to be lower. So you're usually with like medium armor. And if you're wearing heavy armor, which I had to wear heavy armor, my rolls are way slower. Uh, my endurance drains a lot quicker. And so you're kind of at a disadvantage to the hard hitting enemies. Now they are somewhat weak to magic, so I can do a lot of damage back. But it, it really comes down to like, there's probably 10 hits. Like if he lands 10 hits in this fight, maybe less, I'm out, right? He's going to drain all of my flasks for my crimson flasks for health. Um, so it was really hard. I mean, I had to, I feel like I had to learn his attacks, his attack pattern more than most. But I will say I got to the second phase of his fight when you get a half of his health down. Once I figured out my rhythm, I went back in there and I beat him. My last battle with him, I almost didn't once take damage. I think he hit me. He made contact with me once. And the rest of the battle, I just like sat in those. There's like these little blind spots he has and um, made it way easier. So and Ryan, would you describe that one as a, a little bit more difficult? You had to like like learn the patterns for this boss. Are there any other bosses that were harder or on this level of the fire giant for you? Yeah, I think in general, like I said, the ones that they just drain health, um, I was not equipped for. Because I think, um, Jacob, you have Faith. Faith has some spells like you can heal yourself. Um, you have like purification spells, things like that. Um, status effects are pretty difficult for me because there's not a lot of, um, I should say you have incantations. I have spells. Not a lot of spells that that purify or heal you or, or basically counteract a lot of those things. So then I got to, after Fire Giant, fought a few other bosses, ended up at Moog, and his bleeding effect was like disastrous, yeah. which I know it is for every class. It doesn't matter. He just, yeah. he just destroys you. So I actually had to completely change how I fought him compared to every other boss I had faced at that point. I had to uh, go back find a, uh, a tier, the purification tier for my, uh, wondrous physic flask, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, uh, that essentially blocks that bleed damage. And then I had to really go at him physically a, a lot more than I could because, um, he heals himself going into the second half of that battle. And what I was finding was, um, I, I had a threshold of health I needed to maintain, with my crimson flasks mm -hmm. and I didn't have enough cerulean flat uh, flasks left to basically I would run out of FP before I could kill him. 
Yeah. And so I had to start getting much more physical in close combat with him more than I have with any other boss. And that made it so much harder because I am not a dexterity build. Hari, have you fought Moog? I tried. And then that second phase when he does the, <laughs> the like the three, yeah, he just like yeah. wrecked me. Same thing. Cause like you need to have a certain amount of health and a certain amount of flasks at that point. And if you don't have it, like it's just like an auto kill basically, yeah. right? The strategy yeah. is like the only way that I was able to beat him really was just like, okay, I have to have, cause I don't think if you don't have a certain level of vigor with your character, there's no way yeah. you can beat him. So you have to make sure that your vigor is high enough and also that you have full health when he does do that move. Because for me, and I don't know if this was for you, but for me, he only did that move once and then I just like yeah. swept in for the kill. Because if he, if he were to do that a second time, there's no way I could I could beat him. No. no. But I think his was a little bit more strategic for me where I really had to think about, okay, how do I get past this one move? And once I do, I, I was able to use stuff like Rot Breath or Rotten Breath, mm. which is just like, I love that move. That move is amazing. Yeah. And I'm finding that the main character who is immune to rot, I don't know if you know who that is, um, she is kicking my butt right now. Uh, did you, I, made, you made it to her it finally? Melania? I made yeah. it to her. Guys, nice. I got to her last night. I've fought her 10 to 15 times now. And wow. I've, I can get to her second phase pretty consistently now. But she's just wrecking me still. And, and I like... My like I said, my move is rotten breath. Like that, just mm -hmm. me and my me and my mimic, we just rotten breath them, and we yeah. get through any boss. And she is like she is like unanimously the hardest boss in the game. That's what everyone yeah. says. So I know that I I will have to beat her because I want to beat all the main bosses. And I think I'm close. Like I, I'm not going to turn away yet. The fact that I can get to her second phase and have uh, pretty much all my flasks in some cases, I've realized that. The faith, like you have to take her down as fast as possible. The, the more you kind of like sit back and a lot, and Ryan, this, you'll struggle with this too, but a lot of faith users or magic users sit back and just fire stuff away and kind of chip slowly down at characters. You can't do that with her. She recovers health whenever she, you know, attacks you. So you kind of have to get creative. So I'm kind of using my sword a lot more. So I'm a, I'm a strength faith build, mainly faith, gotcha. but I do have the blasphemous blade, which is really good. It scales with faith. Um, but I'm struggling, man. I, I mean, I haven't struggled with a boss in a long time since leveling up to 155 or whatever yeah. I'm at. And, uh, it's kind of fun. Like it, Margit was really hard for me. That took a lot mm -hmm. of like learning and memorization. I, and I hadn't really grinded levels at that point. I went in very low. I, I think I remember Ryan, I went in lower than both you and Nick did. You guys had been grinding a bit and I didn't do any grinding. So I really had to learn patterns with Margit and even with Godric, I struggled with a bit. But once I kind of got opened up into the world, I was grinding more before going into boss battles. So I haven't really had a, a real big challenge since, you know, maybe Ranala a little bit. But Radon mm -hmm. I walked through, Riker I walked through, Moog was a little challenging. But once I figured out, like, just get your health up, you know, it took me like two or three tries after that. Melania um, is like, this is this is how it's supposed to be, right? It's supposed to be kind of this like tedious, learn the, the move set. Um, and I'm enjoying it really. Like it's the journey that I can see from starting with Margaret and kind of getting frustrated with this repeat of, you know, souls games. I can kind of see the other side now. Like I really do like what it forces you to do and kind of get creative and look at all your, look at what you have in your inventory that can maybe help in this battle or like kind of respec or use different spells. 
Uh, I think that's like the strength of these games is that they're so deep that you can pull from this well of like move sets and items. So I don't know, Ryan, are you working towards millennia right now? Cause I know that we were talking about you cause we both Ryan and I are in the same spot story wise. We both yeah. have beat the fire giant and we have not progressed the story from there. Okay. Yeah. So I beat Moog last night. Um, and then I took some screenshots of me over his like dead throne room. And nice. Uh, yeah, I just was like, I was, I felt so accomplished after that battle. Uh, I changed my armor a few times, took some sick screenshots there on that little cliff that you, <laughs> you like fight him on. And, uh, and then I turned it off cause I was like, there's, I'm going to be disappointed with anything else I do in this game tonight. So I'm going to just continue, uh, another day. So I will be working my way towards millennia. Um, I finished right before Moog, I finished Ronnie's quest line, which I know Jacob, you did, uh, definitely worth it. It was super cool, but you know, that cosmic monster you fight at the very end, spoiler alert. Yeah, real quick, I want to ask Hari because you said you have the Moonveil Greatsword. Didn't you say no, that? No, I don't know. No, no, I have the Katana. The Katana. Okay, uh, so Moonveil yeah, Greatsword. Yeah, yeah. You so get through that the, quest. Yeah, yeah okay. I'm aware. Yeah. Um, Are you okay, Brian, like, talking in depth about this storyline? Yeah, no, like I, I'm okay. aware. Like as I, I'm like towards the end. Like I just got to. Oh, where is it? I'm about to fight. Like. I can't remember exactly because I keep jumping around. As soon as I hit like a roadblock, what's great the, about the game is you can like jump away and like go somewhere else. And so that's what I've been doing. Um, so the I Baneful actually, Shadow? I beat the Baneful Shadow. I'm like right after that. Oh, okay. You're about to fight the boss I was just about to talk about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Do I do it um, so it's like this cosmic being. Jacob kept hyping it up because uh, it's a really cool boss. It looks awesome and it's kind of like it's very intelligence based right so it's this like cosmic what would you even call it a it's just a cosmic with like a yeah, human a skull bug. oh yeah, yeah. True. it did have that creepy skull too yeah and so um jacob was all excited for me to see this not knowing and i didn't know this either i had already beat this boss somewhere else in the world so there's two versions of this boss called estelle and mm -hmm. i beat the harder one and it took me forever it was so hard i was like man it by far from what i've seen this is it's the hardest um what i would consider like a second tier dungeon boss you know yeah. um and i stumbled upon it because i was looking specifically for one this one spell where you it's one of its attacks where you rain meteorites down out of the sky onto a bunch of enemies so i can finally do uh like mass damage to a big group because I've never had a spell that could do that. So I was really excited about that. And uh, anyway, I had beat the second tier of that boss and it whooped my butt. So all of a sudden I walk into the this boss Jacob's been excited for me to see and I'm like, wait a second. I've fought this thing before. <laughs> I already knew its moveset, all this stuff. And its health was, I would say, half that of the, the other <laughs> oh, one that wow. I fought. And so I beat it in like maybe one minute with my mimic tier and just cruise through it made me feel really good. And that's how you kind of like finish the, uh, the Ronnie quest line. And, um, so I was really satisfied with that. It was like one of those rare times in this game where there's like, you get to the top of the cliff and there's like actual relief rather than 
this like daunting battle you have to fight. That never happens in this game. Really. Never. No. <laughs> um, Ryan, did you like Ronnie's quest as from like a, a mage perspective, a, the intelligence perspective, because it's kind of that focused. Uh, you know, the unfortunate thing about that quest for me is I had already completed, I would say like three fourths of it without even talking to Ronnie. I had collected like a bunch of things. And so when I started that quest, it was like, oh, find this, found it. Oh, find this, found it. Okay, now go fight the Baneful Shadow. Okay, now go fight this beast. So it was like, it took me maybe an hour and a half to finish the entire quest because I had already completed the whole front end of it. Um, So I was a little disappointed in that because I've heard really good things with the dialogue between her. And I think I missed a lot of that. Interesting, okay. Hurry, I didn't get you... a lot of the lore that she supposedly talks about. Yeah, I don't know, man. I still like this is I don't even know if it's a, a, a full gripe, but I still lean on the side as I do more quests. And as I finished Ronnie's since the last time we recorded, the game does not do a good job of telling you anything during a quest like it's no. And I, I saw some stuff like some discourse on Reddit about it where like some very like the toxic souls people are like. It, it tells you everything you need to know. It's all there. And someone's like, they like gave a description of exactly what happened in Ronnie's quest. And it's like, there's nothing that tells you to do this next. So no. uh, it's like, in some ways, I, I like the communal aspect, the community that you have to talk to, to figure this stuff out. But at the same time, it's like, I'm also just looking up guides to complete these quests. And I wonder if, if that's a con to this game that you you know there's difference between hand holding like ubisoft where it's like here's the waypoint go straight here but i do think there is some missteps in the sense of there isn't always enough information provided and i'm really curious to know what percentage of people complete quests without looking anything up or talking to anybody if it's even possible because for me personally i don't want hand holding but i do want enough information for me to put the clues together and I don't feel like Elden Ring does that well based on the quest that I've done. Has Have either of you experienced, how are you shaking your head? Have you experienced that? Yeah, no, absolutely. I think outside of the main quest line, which is obviously like tailored to the, like the light, like the sides of grace pointing you in the right direction. There's very little direction to side quests in this game. I think that's like one of the big, yeah, like you said, it's one of the biggest gripes. Everyone online is like, can we at least get like a tracker on the menu or whatever? Right. Um, Cause you just get so lost. Um, and yeah, I, I've finished, like I'm almost at the end of Ronnie's quest and I don't really know what's going on. Um, right. Like, <laughs> Oh, it gets I had to, way worse at the end. <laughs> <laughs> like I had to watch, I had to watch, um, that video that you sent. Like I'd, I'd seen it earlier. Um, vids, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And it's phenomenal. And it like fills all these gaps for me. And I, that I, I did not know, like, I didn't know like 80% of it. So, um, but yeah, um, it, that has been a, a gripe of mine too. Ryan, how do you feel about that? Man, it, it, it's hard to say. I will say that I prefer it much more than like the Ubisoft model of like waypoints yeah. everywhere. And it's, it's almost like you have Ubisoft tell you everything you have to do. You might as well not even do it because like you already know how this thing's going to end before you even finish the quest. Then you have like Breath of the Wild maybe where – doesn't you can kind of do whatever you want 
if you do start a quest, it tells you where to go, but you don't really have to, there's not like waypoints all over the map. And then here it's like absolutely nothing. And I gotta be honest, I love it. I love reading. I like, I don't mind diving in. Like if, if you really care about the lore, it's there. Um, and there's so many resources out now. It's almost like they just put this world out and you have no choice but to talk to people about it. And it reminds me of like 2000, I don't know, 2006. You know, you're playing like your Xbox or GameCube or whatever was out at that time. And it was like all, I didn't have like unlimited internet access when I was younger. And so it was like, you're literally just talking to your friends at school and they tell you, oh, did you go to this room and this building and this do this? And I'm like, I had no idea I could do that. And then you go back and you explore that. And it's just, it's created a way more fun experience than I ever thought. And so like, yeah, it's a gripe. I think it's a gripe because we're used to having our handhold and we're a little spoiled in games now that just tell you everything you need to know. Um, but there's not an amount of information in this game that you can't acquire, right? Mm. Like if you want to know something, just Google it and it's okay. Like it's designed that way and join a forum or talk to a friend. It, I don't, I don't have any issue with that at all. I think it's actually way better because like the world seems less congested. It seems more real. Um, it seems much more like you shouldn't have your hand held in these situations because this is a riddle, you know, this is hard to find and they want it that way. And so, um, I don't know. I think it is intentional and I love it. I actually love that. There's no quest menu on the pause menu because that used to stress me out when I have this list of to do's in like a Ubisoft game. And I'm like, I don't even realize, I know I've started like 16 quests. I haven't finished an Elden ring, but I'm not stressed out about it. Whereas like other games, I'm looking at this daunting list of things that I've committed to do. And I'm like, I don't even know where to start. Like which one is important. This is, yeah. Go ahead, Ari. I was just going to say, it's kind of a spoiler for another game you're going to eventually play, but I, I took a break in Elden Ring to play Forbidden West. Um, I got about, I got about a third of the way through and it's the polar opposite in some ways. It has like, the the quest lot like quest menu it has like directionality to some extent um actually very much so it like tells you where to go um and then i went back to elden ring i was like oh this is freeing there's like a lot of freedom to what i'm doing here um i i think the thing that just frustrates me sometimes is like you meet someone when you're like running around right like you met like who did i meet i met like alexander right and i I don't know where he is now, but I know there's more to do with him and I like yeah. cannot find him. And I'm like, I want, I like, I know I'm going to eventually see him. There's like an end point to his quest line, but like, I would like to see him now. Cause I know he can help me. Like, so he can definitely help fair. me with the fire giant. Like I know he can, you can summon yeah. him for that fight. Right. So like, I did, you know, know yeah. yeah, I looked that up. That right, been helpful. It's funny because I'm like waiting for a patch to come in and change some things because if you guys recall when the game first came out there weren't npc markers all over the map right now if you go in and look at your map it'll tell you where alexander's at right now or whoever quest people are it'll tell you kind of where to find them and i'm like okay originally when the game was first reviewed and released people were praising this exactly what ryan's saying they were praising it's freeing there's agency it's not holding your hand And then like two weeks after, and this is probably because they were still working on the game, 
you get NPC dots that show up. And I'm waiting for like two weeks from now where, oh, now you have like a log of quests. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> there's this part of me that's in the back of my mind. I'm like, how much of this was on purpose too? Like how mm. much of this was designed? Because the praise was, you don't even know where anyone's at. You just stumble upon them and you find them. But no, actually they meant to do it. They just didn't get it out on time. So here's the NPC markers. How much of that is intentional versus how much of that is a product of constraint? And I don't know. I do fall in the middle of the Breath of the Wild where it's like, I don't want to be told where to go. I don't want my hand held. I like the agency. Um, but I do think at the same time, at, at what point is it too much that you have to do research outside of the game, right? And, and it's it's subjective. It's different for everybody. But I do think that it's it's worth having that conversation because one thing I do love about this that results from this is exactly what, you know, Vativids. This is, I'll, I'll put a link in the description of, of that channel. Amazing Souls content in general. But what, like, that channel does is it looks at every detail in the game and tries to put a narrative together. A narrative that isn't conveyed to you in the game. So this narrative is being defined by the players. And what happened in his most recent video is he had to do a redaction where, hey, my lore video... There were some, you know, my last video, the lore video, I made some mistakes and some of the community pointed that out and I, I'm rolling some of this back and I'm explaining some of this further. That's kind of cool that there is no definitive answer for a lot of this right now. It is just on the player to figure out. I love that. I, I have an issue with like right now there's a few quest lines that just end abruptly and there's no resolution to them. Is that intentional? Is that a product of constraint where they weren't able to finish that quest because I know actually in that update that I referenced about markers, some quest lines were finishable after they added that. So yeah. it's all of this, like I'm hesitant to praise FromSoft about some of this because they are changing some of the stuff we're praising right now and they have in the past. So it's like, where, where do we fall? Like, are is this just a happy accident that we just like that they did? Or is this part of the, the game design? You got what I'm mm -hmm. saying there? Yeah. Man, I think a lot more is intentional than, I mean, I, I see them adding those like those NPC markers. I see that as like caving because the general public maybe okay. does want their hand held. Um, but that's okay. I, like, <laughs> dude, I, here's what's so cool about this game is like you said, Jacob, when I made it to the church of vows, um, I had been getting my butt whooped by queen Renala. And so I go to this church of vows. There's this giant turtle that's wearing like a Pope hat. And I'm like, this is the coolest thing I've ever seen. Why? What is purification? And why is he at this church? And he, you can ask him about this lore. And he, he tells the story of Queen Renala, how she was married at, to the Elden Lord, you know, Ragadon or whatever mm -hmm. his name is, yeah. the Red, after they had fought in a war. And it's like this storied history of them falling in love and it ends the war. And then he ends up leaving her. And... Now, like instead of Queen Renala just being like the creepiest boss I'd ever <laughs> seen up to that point, like this, these weird little children that are like crawling on the ground attacking you, I was like, this is insane. And I don't know how someone comes up with this. Well, then you get this story of like, oh, like she lost her husband and her grief has manifested in a way that where she feels the need of like, it's almost like this that like that 
psychological need for perfection, right? So now I heard like the explanation I found was um, she is obsessed with perfection, hence the respecting after you beat her. Like you can change and she's been trying to create these perfect versions of herself and her children and none of them work because perfection's unobtainable, but she's obsessed. Like she has this OCD compulsive disorder now because she's never dealt with the grief of her husband leaving her. And so it's like, whoa, this has become much less like a, like a really just creepy boss in much more of like a tragic fight that I'm fighting. Like I don't necessarily want to destroy her anymore. And I have like some pity for her because of what she's gone through. And then you kill her. And there's like some tragedy in that. Well, well you, you don't, necessarily, you killed her. I killed her, but I you don't, her. you don't necessarily have to kill her. And I didn't even fully kill her. She's still apparently somewhere in this world, but I shunned her. So Ryan, you, I think you said it in that, but you, you gleaned this from like external content. You didn't take this away. Sure. Uh, Turtle Pope gave you some of that information, but you did do some external reading or watching to gather that. Correct. Yeah, um, it did take, it did take some external reading. So I, I just read a few opinions on it and I don't even know that that's necessarily correct, but that was kind of the explanation I was presented with and it made sense. I was like, Dang, that's baller. That is super cool. Yeah. So, uh, you, you know, I think uh, of my gripe there, I'm happy with where they landed with it. Just, just to emphasize that, that though I have some small problems with like completing quests or can you even do this without any external guidance, I much rather this than any other kind of format than, again, Breath of the Wild is the closest that I would say that I, I like that. Because even Breath of the Wild, I made an effort not to look stuff up just to see if I could complete those, you know, side missions. And usually you can. Sure. But it's a unique model. And, you know, the story being told outside of the game is fairly standard from what I've read about Souls games. And I really do like that. I, Ryan, you, you nailed it with like, this kind of harkens back to the days of just talking with your friends or being like on game facts or forums and like reading just like this old knowledge from other people, not the game. And it's rewarding because it's like, you have to do this investigation. It's not just going to tell you, it's not going to beat you over the head with like narrative in the game. So I do prefer it. Um, I'm so excited to see the next body vids video. Cause he's like, he's got more coming. He's got one about the demigods and you, know, whatever it is. Um, there's so I love much the more idea. to learn. I love the idea of like, um, uh... Do you guys remember Cheat CC, Cheat Code Central? Mm-hmm. Yes. So my brother and I were all over that website. Every game we played, we were looking up Cheat CC. And uh, my first ever interaction with an internet troll was on Cheat CC, where uh, for Star Fox 64, there was supposedly this secret where you could fly between these certain rings, these stone rings in the first level. And if you did that, you could get out of your ship and walk around. That's what the cheat code central said. <laughs> Dude, I spent, I literally spent probably like two years thinking my Star Fox 64 copy was defective and I will get this someday. And I would try it at friends' house, at friends' houses. And it never worked. 
And I was like, what could I possibly be doing wrong? And then my brother was like, dude, they're messing with you. And I love the idea that there's a ton of Elden Ring guides that would just lead you the wrong way <laughs> and like ruin something for you. That would be amazing. I mean, well, but that's the messages on the ground. I, I know some people turn this off. I leave it all on. And like the little writing on the ground left by other <laughs> players is, is exactly what you're describing sometimes. It's like secret ahead. And then like, yeah, yeah. whatever Jump the next one is like, it's like liar, you know, liar. What it says something like there's a liar behind you or something. So dude, it's amazing. Like you can, you can mess with each other's games in that way. You can invade each other. I mean, I think the, the interaction they've made is actually <clears throat> so unique, but unique because it reminds us of childhood of, just this complete ignorance to this world <laughs> and someone in a way you do have to have your hand held just not by the game developers it's interesting it it, it i haven't thought about like that but it does take you back to a simpler time of gaming and really this game does it, it's expansive and crazy in a, a ton of different ways but also simple in the sense of it makes you feel like a kid again like there's a yeah. sense of wonder there's a sense of mystery all those things that we like really loved about games as kids, it kind of captures that. I never thought about that, but that's a lot of what's being sold here. Yeah. It reminds me of uh, another Zelda analogy, Majora's Mask, when you had to like get all those masks to get uh, the fierce deity mask, right? Oh my god. And like gosh, you had to like dude. really figure out what like how everything worked within those seventy two hours. It just reminds me of that, like having to look up like, oh, where do I get this? Or like the there's this like Re, like this subtle hint that I need to meet someone down this, like they say, come visit me or whatever. And you like, don't really, you don't understand that literally means he's like right there. You need to go see him for another quest line. Right. So the comparison with Majora's mask is the best comparison I've ever heard. That's exactly what this game is. No one beat Majora's mask without looking something up. I don't believe that for a <laughs> second. And if anyone tells you they did, maybe if they were like 30 years old when that game came out, but no kid is going to finish that game on their own. It's just not possible. And we were all okay with that. It's it's harkened as one of the best adventure games of all time. And I love it. I, I didn't finish that game until adulthood. And I was obsessed with it. So I feel like that's like we can kind of put to rest this myth that you have to finish the game every time like you can't enjoy the journey unless you like have this resolved story that you fully understand everything like that's not needed in the game and maybe i'm giving too much credit to the developers of this game maybe i'm letting them off easy because maybe they were just truly being lazy i i don't care i don't <laughs> care this is like no, just yeah, like majora's it, mask yeah, no, I, I think regardless if they're lazy or not, your experience is still your experience, right? I think that's yeah. that's your takeaway. And I never played Majora's Mask, so I can't speak to that example at all. Um, but I just do think that there's, there's something about like, for some reason we've defined that everything has to be in the game for you to consume. It, it can't be outside of the game, right? And I don't know if that's, needed i don't know if that's that standard is appropriate anymore because in the past it was like yeah you, sh you should be able to complete the game without any external help and that wasn't the way it was when we were kids but that's kind of how the industry has shifted when you talk and again i mean i'm going to be speaking broadly here but like user experience user interface all these things that are supposed to be conducive to letting you 
play the game in in house, right? Internally, maybe it's not as neat as much as we emphasize it over the last you know five ten years. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I I'm I like to hear your kind of a, Ryan. You sound like a hardcore Souls fan right now. I just want to <laughs> no. know, that. doesn't he? <laughs> yeah. Like he's, he's saying things that hardcore games. souls fans say, but, but pretty, pretty soon he's going to say like, you can't, you can't use summons. Like you have to like one V one everything. I promise you I won't do that. Cause I am not good at this game. I, I don't want anyone to misconstrue that. I think I'm good at this game. And, so, and I think that's actually like a really good point, right? I'm awful at this game. Like I'm really bad at this game. Like I get hit all the time. Like I, and we didn't, I, we might, maybe we'll get into this. I, I play a lot of co-op. Like I have buddies that I play with and like, they like try to like teach me how to play it. I'm like, I don't know. I'm just going to like run around and like try to hit things. Right. Cause like, that's just how you like, this is how I play bro. games. Like... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, I, we haven't experienced that much actually. Ryan and I tried doing co-op for Renala because he was struggling. He was struggling really mm-hmm. hard with Renala. Hard, like not good at beating Renala, and it, it just had a glitch where we couldn't do it. But it kind of like I think it's kind of stifled any sort of co-op experience, Ryan, for us because it was like we tried it, and it didn't work. But it sounds Which like you've been having a lot of fun with co-op. Patch. Did you see that? Did you see they that? Fixed the Queen no, Renala. Yeah, yeah, they it, fixed that. It was specifically Renala. Yeah. Yep. So yeah. Hari, please describe the co-op because again, that's this is a blind spot for Ryan and I. We haven't been playing together. Uh, I think I've played more. Well, I've gone through more story co-op than I have not co-op. Um, and just like for people who are interested in the co-op aspects, you basically have to like at any side of Grace or I think even sites of Marika, you can like put out a call sign. And you can use a passcode so you can make it so that it's like specifically your your buddy that you're trying to bring in the game. And then you'll see these golden signs come up, kind of like the messaging signs that are silver, but they're gold. And then when you see your friends, you just like have them come to your world. And so they join your world. When you when you visit someone else, half your flasks are gone. And then uh, I think everything else is roughly the same. Maybe you have half the HP, I think. Um, and it scales the the boss or the, like the main like a lot of the enemies. They'll scale with a little bit more HP. They're not going to scale to the person that you're playing with, but they'll at least scale HP a little bit higher to make it harder. Um, so yeah, I played a lot of I played actually played Renala co-op. I played Radon co-op. Um, I think that was it. I was gonna play someone. I, we were like I was about to like try to do more of the the quest lines, and then my but he just decided to beat the game by, by himself without me. But in any case, really? uh, wow. <laughs> uh, more, more because like clinic got busy for me and he had a week off. So he was just like, I'm just going to play. Enough. But anyways, uh, for sure. Um, but it's like very seamless. Like you call them over, they come in. Occasionally you'll get like some uh, like lag or anything like that. But usually it, it's just been a lot of fun. And then like you with like chat or whatever, you just like talk over discord or whatever. And it's just a lot of fun and you can like time moves and everything you can, you can like stifle, you know, you can stagger them and then just like go to town. Um, it's a lot of fun. Which I'm So quite- if okay. you both fight one boss in mm-hmm. both your worlds, is that boss beaten now? No, it's only the person that brings you over the host. Sure. Yeah. Okay. 
So there's like a, a, a growing or there's like a kind of a celebrity right now, right? With the, the millennia fight, the let me uh, solo her. Let me, let me solo her. Yeah. You invite him over and then you, I guess the premise is that you just stand back and he like kills her 1v1. <laughs> yeah. Um, and he's wearing <laughs> a pot amazing. on his, he's wearing a pot on his head and he's like a and double katana and he's naked. Yeah. 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 Um, and then like he, like he, I think he posted on Reddit saying like, thank you so much for all the support or whatever. And he's like, you can join me in the fight if you want to, but people that do like mess up his timing and then he dies. So, or they die cause they yeah. aggro her and then they kill her and then they get like, he gets, they get kicked out. So yeah, if you, if you die, your friend gets kicked out of the game or whoever you bring it over and if they die, they're gone, but you still fight. So it's just interesting to hear your perspective that you've played most of the game co-op. Like I didn't even think about that as, I mean, it has to be fun. Like why would not, oh. why would that not be fun? Um, Jacob, we would wreck. I need your help with, I think I need your help with, uh, with millennia. Dude, <laughs> us three. Let's, let's trio or, her. You're on PlayStation, right? Hurry. Yeah. Oh, well, that's the other thing. It's not cross. Gosh. It's not cross plot, so that's worth knowing. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's not. Yeah, I don't think so. it's cross plot. So we, I think the max is also three people, right? It's not four. Yeah, it's three. I'm pretty sure. Hey, yeah. I'm looking guys. at my Melania crew right here. Guys, well, I have to. We could so the, wreck. The other stipulation is you need to have the same side of grace. So I need to get to her first. Oh, both of you don't have that side of grace yet. Yeah, I'm actually gonna. And that's, wait i'm gonna do some other quests first jacob and then yeah i was gonna i knew well, well first i need to beat commander nile right like that guy's in that guy's hard it's, Who? that is not an easy fight uh commander is a nile or nail or oh for the halig tree medallion yeah he was like i don't he was easy I he think. was pretty easy yeah he was he, not too was bad he? yeah, yeah I, I, uh, my first try he I summons two he summons two guys that fight fight with him yeah is this for the Wrong secret breath. path yeah. For the Halig Tree Medallion. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Hari, I got to him and I had like not even full flasks and I, I beat him my first try. Well, that's a cool okay. brag. I I've probably took <laughs> two tries, two, three, you know, maybe six, but I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> He's not too hard. You can beat him. Again, I, I do wonder how much I over leveled too, because I did grind a bit the uh the chicken grinding. I don't know if you know about this, Hari. Oh, yeah, I was gonna say, do you guys you guys you guys Everyone farm, right? Grants. You guys rune farm? Yeah. 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 yeah well, course. I don't know. Uh, I sold people purists uh, would frown upon this. Some people, yeah. Some people, like one of my, my one of the buddy I played with the most, he did not farm at all for the first playthrough. And then. What a nerd. Second, yeah. And then the second <laughs> playthrough, he's playing it again, New Game, New Game Plus or whatever, to see all the endings. And uh, he, he now farms pretty extensively because the game scales pretty a lot. So. Yeah, it, mm. I, I honestly don't know how you don't farm somewhat, right? There's yeah. some like legit ways to farm too, in different areas other than the the, the chicken. Um, do you guys, you guys do the boulder one too? The boulder one never really worked for me. Like where you're supposed I never to run did. from it. And yeah, it, you like, just like dodge it, and you get two k or whatever. That I would like dodge you. it. Yeah, and nothing. No, it didn't work. I don't know. I, I don't know. The chicken is great yeah. though. Yeah, for sure. Um. Hmm. Guys, it makes no I, sense. That's like probably the one thing that I don't get about this game. Certain enemies give you so many runes, and then so many like hard hard ones give you nothing. Dude, like, oh, just dude, go get... kill Moog. <laughs> yeah, dude, he gives you so much. It's Does insane. He? I leveled yeah. up like four times, I think, from his fight. Yeah, um, I'm at the Halig tree right now, where Melania is at. And I, yeah. I don't know if this is. 
either of you, if you know this, tell me, but I don't know if you're supposed to play her after beating the game, but some of the just like basic soldiers that you're killing there gives you like 1,000 or 2,000 runes. And it's like, I literally just backstab this person and I'll get 2,000 runes from it. So that Halig tree, I know it's a secret, but... She's before you beat the game. She's supposed to be before you beat the game? Yeah. There's the, like... Uh, there's four or five bosses you can beat after her before becoming Elden Lord. Okay. So she, like everyone in her area, the Halig tree and, and that whole um, kind of sequence, stuff, right? you get a ton of runes from. So it, it doesn't make sense what you get a lot of runes from and not sometimes. But regardless, I no longer think about leveling up. Like I'm just at the point where it's kind of get good in boss fights or whatever it is. It's like, okay, just learn the patterns now. You're at a, I think you're in the end game level range. I feel that way where, and again, I'm fighting Melania. I'm getting to her second phase. She's supposed to be the hardest boss. So I feel like I'm in the right region to actually beat her. It's just, I mean, genuinely her healing effect when she hits you, she makes your mimic or whatever your, your uh, spirit is kind of a, li a liability. Yeah. Like it's like, uh, don't, don't get hit friend. Like you're just making this harder for me if you get hit. So Oh, I didn't realize that. Interesting. Yeah, and then for you, Ryan, I know you I take a so lot of screwed. You have to charge up quite a bit. So yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm curious to see how you how you fight this battle. I'm I'm very interested. But I'm at the point now, and I think we're all kind of really close to this. Halig tree aside, we are probably all at the last ten to twenty percent of this game. Right? We're talking yeah. about a handful of bosses left. I'm almost certain I've seen enough spoilers that I know kind of there's one last region that you're taken to and that's kind of where the game ends while you fight these final bosses. Are you guys hesitant? Cause I can speak for myself. I am. Are you hesitant to make this, this next step towards the end? Um, Cause personally, and I'll speak to it and I'll, and I'll throw it to you guys. I remember games like Skyrim and red dead and you only get your first playthrough once. And I look back at those playthroughs with like reverence. I loved my experience with those first playthroughs and I never appreciated those in the moment. And with Elden Ring, I'm like, this is a life-changing game. This is a, a game for the decade and I want to cherish every second of it. Uh, so I'm dragging my feet with kind of progressing the story towards the end here. Uh, Hari, I'll throw to you first. Are you feeling this at all with kind of being right before the fire giant? And I think you kind of know what happens after the fire giant. Absolutely. And the thing that's really hard is that the game also gives you the opportunity to do so much more. So it's like a little bit of decision paralysis at the same time. Like one, mm. I don't want it to end, but I also like, if I don't beat the game, I probably will never beat the game just because there's so much other stuff to do. Um, but yeah, I'm right there. Like I, like we, we talked about it, like the lore is hidden, but it's just the world is just there's so much depth to it that I just want to like stay in there for as long as possible. Yeah. All right. I, I totally understand that. And I feel that a bit of like, man, I, I just can't imagine this ending. But at the same time, there's so many endings to this game that I want to see. And I'm excited to like, I almost feel like I want to get this out of the way. So that I can experience all of them because I do love the lore of this game. I watch all those videos and I'm like super into it. So I just want to like keep diving into how this, all this weird Elden Ring stuff can play out. Um, so I'm actually excited for new game plus. I don't, 
I don't know that I'll play it as consistently as I'm playing it now, but I would like to play New Game Plus like over and over and over. Yeah, I I've thought that, but I also just know <laughs> my schedule and how we play games right now and how realistic it is that I'm going to play through a whole nother 80 plus hours of Elden Ring, right? So it's like, I, I do feel like I might come back to Elden Ring when I'm like in a retirement home, uh, <laughs> just given how games are these days. You know, but, I thought, but I, I thought I would never go back and play Skyrim and I own yeah. four copies of Skyrim. Yeah, true. So, and I've played it through completion probably like three or four times. But no, that's a good example. Not just through completion. I've played probably, I've started maybe like nine or 10, 11 games in Skyrim and have enjoyed every single one. Fair. No, that's a good point. Um, but guys, I, I mean, I, I do get your point, right? Like I don't want to go back to Breath of the Wild, like after beating it and like doing everything in it, because I do not want to like, like, like I don't want to like be disappointed with yes. how much I how good I yeah. felt after yes. beating that game. Yeah. That's a, Breath of the right. Wild is a perfect example because I said it. I said what Ryan said. I'm going to go back and play this game some more. I'm going to put on the other difficulty, whatever it is. And there's part of me that can't get over starting a new game in Breath of the Wild because I want to preserve that experience. And I kind of yeah. feel that with Elden Ring. Everyone, yeah. everyone thinks they're a retro gamer until they actually play a game they grew up playing and they realize like, those games suck. Dang it. Yeah, Dang it. I should have never For picked sure. this game up. <laughs> I still love them. I, yeah. I, I am truly a retro gamer, but I think the majority, like Nick, we've talked about this with Nick. He's like, yeah, I picked it up and it just wasn't the same and it kind of killed it for me. And it I'm that does way that too. for a lot of people. Yeah, yeah, I'm that yeah. way too. To the point where I, I think my replay of it, Breath of the Wild, that ship has sailed after Elden Ring. I do think that it yeah. took what was good in Breath of the Wild and improved upon it to the point of like, I don't think I want to touch Breath of the Wild again. I want to keep that memory um, because I think it's now far enough, four years, five years that it is dated now. So um, I'm really hoping uh, Breath of the Wild 2 here <laughs> can innovate before it ruins much for us. Um but guys, I, I just wanted to, are, are there any other general questions or ideas or anything you want to talk about before we move into one last final quick, it's a really small section here, but anything else you want to talk about before we move on? Hari, you're, you're new to uh, Elden Ring on Bush League. So is there anything you want to bring up? No, I think talking about multiplayer was probably the one thing I wanted to bring up just because I have a lot of experience with that. But I think you guys have covered a lot in the last two podcasts too, so I'm thinking now we're getting to the point where our next episode is likely to be the full review. I don't think we're going to do too much discussion between now and the actual full, full review. We're at the end of the game now. Um, right, Ryan? What did you agree with that? Yeah, I can't wait. I can't wait to talk about this again, honestly. <laughs> Hari, we'll have you back on if, if schedule permits. For sure. Um, yeah, just I, I kind of want, yeah. want to try to get as many people as we can on this final review in the Bush League kind of circle and just really talk about this game and gush about it. Um, but my final quick little segment here, Ryan, you should have been thinking about this since our last episode. What was the last thing I asked in our last episode? Do you remember? Mm, nope. <laughs> I asked, what should we name this episode? And the last outcome of our last Elden Ring episode was 
If you like it, then you should have put an Elden Ring on it. That's currently we have an episode published titled "If You Like It, You Should Have Put an Elden Ring on It." The <laughs> thumbnail. Hurry, have you seen the thumbnail on YouTube for this? I haven't. Pull it up right now. I need to hear this okay. live reaction, Ryan. While he pulls this up, let's discuss, man. He's looking. I up still this love thumbnail. the my Scottish drinking song. I don't know why we don't do that. Why? Ring ding did a little idio. Ring da diddly io. Did you actually see again? I, did, okay, I ready? doubt you did. This is a Scottish accent. Ready? Ring ding diddle little idio. Ring mm. da diddly io. Yeah, it's offensive. It's just offensive. Is it? Is um, it? Ryan, did you by chance look up the YouTube video for that episode? <laughs> Okay, Hari's reacting right now. Throwing it back to Hari. I'll come back to you, Ryan. Hari, what do you see right now with our thumbnail for our last Elden Ring episode? I see. Yeah, if you, it's. I can't even see who's on this. If you go to Twitter, like... you'll be able to zoom in closer. If you go to Twitter, okay. I'm gonna go okay. throw it back to Ryan. Ryan, um, what does that have to do? What is that Irish drinking song? Do you say Irish or Scottish? It's Scottish. Scottish. What does it have to do with? How can I integrate that into Elden Ring? Makes no sense. It literally says ring ding did a little IDO. Ring die did the IO. Ring twice. I don't know. Just spell that. it out. It's a stretch. That's a big stretch. Yeah, also, oh. ring ding. Now that I can see it clearly, this is amazing. This is <laughs> really pretty, good. This is I'm pretty that's impressive. I put some work into it, Hurry. I was like, wait, it was great. This, yeah. Who is this? <laughs> that's a final boss, dude. Hurry, will you describe what you're seeing right now for our audio listeners? I mean, it's not even in the video, so just describe this for everybody. Um, it is. It's a screenshot with. Uh, I. It's the first Elden Lord. Um, I can definitively say that. Um in the background and then right underneath is Beyonce <laughs> with her hair flowing like perfectly in tune with the lion's hair, like the mane of the hair of, of the lion. Amazing. Also, this do is... you see her lion? Oh, like right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, from Lion King. <laughs> from Lion King, it's Nala. Oh. Jeez. <laughs> so not only do I have the Elden Lord's uh, lion, whatever his name is, um, he's got his face profile. Godfrey's lion. It's his lion. No, it's not Godfrey. It's so, it's a different guy. Um, and then it's her face profile with her lion, Nala from Lion King. <laughs> Anyways, I like threw that together and I was like, this couldn't be a more perfect mashup for this <laughs> stupid title that will do nothing for traffic. Um, <laughs> but circling back to it, Ryan. We Give have me some, so if huge I go back to the well, viewership if, from Beyonce fans now. If I go back to the well here, I mean, True. we can be boring and say Elden Ring so far part three, Elden Ring third impressions, Elden Ring my bell. Um, another one that came up just on the fly right now is Lord of the Elden Rings. Um, guys, I just need some puns with Ring, Lord of the Elden Rings. Right? Is that confusing <laughs> to you? You love Lord of the Rings. Yeah, it's derivative. It, if you connected ring ding diddle diddle idea, whatever that is, <laughs> Lord of the Elden Rings is far more oh. appropriate. I'm sorry. It has Lord in it. You become Elden Lord. I mean, right now to me, Lord of the Elden Rings is uh, top of the list, unless you guys can convince me otherwise. It's got to be something with how Ronnie's quest ends, right? Our waifu. She is our waifu. <laughs> That's true. We, did we talk about enough about her in this episode too? I guess so. I mean, we talked a good amount about it. We we talked about her like, well, yeah, we talked about her in terms of lore and then like the the quest line. I guess, yeah. Well, spoiler alert, Hari. Do you want me to spoil this for you? I think he knows. 
Do you not you know? marry her. You I marry know. her. Okay. Yeah. You get disappointed. Yeah, I knew that. Right now. He's like, I wow, that, that could have been special like, oh, between us. Oh, okay. Cool. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. but you put a ring on it. It's like the same. It's a little derivative. Yeah. I can't Maybe use do that. the same title with Ronnie's face on it. If you like it, then put an Elden ring on Ronnie. Is that what you're saying? Ryan's yeah. Ryan has nothing. That's what I'm. The I summary right now no. is we're, well. We're, I didn't know you were gonna ask this question know. again. We R- Ronnie on empty. R- nice. Ronnie on empty. Wow. Wow. Because <laughs> you're just like you're just trying to get as much content as possible out of Elden Ring, right? We we are Ronnie on empty <laughs> right now. Of Elden that was just Ring. like a really that was like an insult to you guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> I appreciate that. That's what I'm looking no, for. That's, that's creative, that, Hari. That was great. Ryan's over here singing a Scottish folk song. Uh, yeah, the Drunken Scotsman. It's a great song. Anyways, I, this is enough. For you should have. You should have asked I mean, me I, before. I, I think. I think I like the. I like the 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 drinking song. No, Thank it you. has vetoed. Wait, isn't Elden Ring has? There's like some mythology that it's like based off of, right? George R. R. Martin's crazy brain. Yeah, that's no, it. No, like it has like I think it actually has like Irish undertones to it. For sure, dude. Like for lords sure. Yeah, like lords. Yeah, and there's stuff. bears in it. The ring bearer, <laughs> and then do the giant bear. Uh, do you mean like my first thumbnail where where there's a bear on the thumbnail? Mm, that's well, I think you're you picturing exactly the ring bearer. Ooh, yeah. Okay. That's what I, I'm I found, saying. An, Ring I found an article that talks about how like it has like a lot of Irish references. This you is can find an article that supports any argument these days. So this I is believe also true you. Of El- that's also true of Elden Ring because nothing's explicitly stated. So. <laughs> that's true. No one will deny <laughs> that's it or true. agree yeah. with it. It's just it's vague. Um, we'll settle this offline. I'm sorry for the listener that we put you through this. If you're still here, thank you. But you'll see the title. You clicked on the title. So you know what we decided on. Um, Guys, let's get into some housekeeping. Housekeeping. Upcoming episodes. I actually don't know what episodes we have coming up here. So we have Sifu still to be played and beaten by Ryan. Totally. Are you going to play Sifu Totally going to play that. No? I did not. I heard it was fun, though. I'm... It was my game of the year by a long shot before Elden Ring. Elden Ring was on my radar before it came out. And I was convinced that uh, Sifu was going to be out the top of my list by the end of the year. It came out in like February, right? Yeah, it did. Anyways, if you end up playing it, let me know. And we'll have you on for that. Um, our Pokemon Legends Arceus episode probably recently came out. So that's probably last week or the week prior. We have a review for Nintendo Switch Sports coming up. And also a review for uh, Lego Star Wars Skywalker Saga. Anything beyond that right now for us is to be determined, right? I, I don't even know what games are on my radar at this point. Do you guys have anything in that you're looking forward to? The Three Ring getting... Circus. There's three of us. I like that. That's a good one. Boom. Welcome to the Three Ring Circus. But should we put Boom. El- the, the, the Three Elden Ring us... Circus? Like, no, we have no, to have no, Elden. No. I mean, that was, us that was three. Photoshop our faces onto three different Elden Ring characters. I'll allow you to choose mine. Ooh, I like that. Ronnie and say, sure. welcome to the Three Ring Circus. You want, no, you want me to be your waifu? About, but nothing about Elden Ring in the actual title? That's. Are you not hearing Ring? That's not. 
You I mean, I, the last title was put a ring on it. No, it wasn't. It was if you like or, it, you should have put an Elden Ring on it. Oh, you said you put Elden. That that's actually worse. <laughs> okay, the three Elden Ring circus. That's what I'm gonna do. Listener, okay. that's what you clicked on. So shame on you for clicking on such a stupid title that Ryan came Clickbait. up with. Yeah. You need to do some SEO. Like with you should my have hashtag Beyonce on the last one or something. I should have Probably hashtag gotten, Beyonce. Gotten more click. Yeah, more we would have got we would have got more clicks with that crossover audience of Beyonce fans and Elden Ring fans. <laughs> so you're right, Harry. I'm one of them right here. I'm one of them. You got one on the show. <laughs> All right. I, anyways, I frequent her YouTube videos. So when I saw this, I was ecstatic. That's enough for this week. If there's anything, find our information in the description. We appreciate you watching, and we'll see you next week. I love you. Bye. I'm awful at this game. Like I'm really bad at this game.